2: the neutral medical report and we have uh gary richard arnold here we have a caller actually called in hour number two and i want to answer his question jim in california go ahead with your question or comment or statement Jim, jim you're on the air go ahead
1: uh yeah i have uh uh a 12 year old labrador uh english lab um and over the years uh past couple of years so i've been noticing she's been getting uh you know the cysts and growing on her um, right and uh you know to a point to where she's uncomfortable lying you know getting in position lying on her side to side whatever and and uh you know we're just looking to uh get her uh so did, did we about the vet the vet pretty much they just want to you know, they said we can operate on it, and that would be a big ordeal for, you know. Exactly.
2: Did do, do we provide any protocol, and were there any outcomes if we did so?
1: Yes, we did. Uh, we got uh, some uh, malignant block, um, the uh, uh, allergic uh, DNA repair, right? mobilizer, and uh, lipo flush. Right. And we've had her on that now for uh, a little over six weeks, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the areas are definitely going down. Uh, you can visibly see it, and I can the harder cysts on her have been softening up.
2: Right. So you can so, benign tumors as well as cancer will regress with this alone, whether you do conventional therapy on animals or humans. And what's really amazing is how safe it is, isn't it? It's remarkable. No side effects. The animal's probably happier and more uncomfortable. Pretty amazing stuff, oh, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, uh, she is. It's like uh, she eats her food like it's still going out of style, and it's uh, she doesn't even notice it. Other than that I can see that she's just a whole lot more playful. Uh, yeah, that's nice. It's really, really good, good to hear. Yeah.
2: yeah, pets are part of our family. I mean, I have a pet called Max. He's my 9-11 doggy. We got him literally three days before 9-11, many years ago now. And, uh, Max is a West Island White Terrier a champion because he's got a special pedigree. But when you have a pet that's really close to you, it's like your child. It's, you know, and you want them to see them not be yeah, uncomfortable. You want them communicating with you both, you know, regular animal communication or what we call telepathic. Because they often will do that. They'll, they'll look kind of, you give you a look and you know what they're thinking, right? <laughs> so. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just by their eyes.
2: Exactly, yeah. So I really appreciate that. The thing is, whether it's for yourself or pets or even, let's say, farm animals, one of the problems, you do not want to eat animals, for example, that have not been treated humanely. You don't want to have your pets eating toxic food. That's why I like Rachel Ray's uh, dog food, for example, for my dog. And I give them a special organic uh, non-GMO meat on top of that. uh, And they get all the vegetables and so on. I also give Max my Indian meat to remineralize him. His nose started turning gray this last year since the summer. And that's a sign that yeah. he's doing demineralization of his DNA. As we remineralize them, those, those colors actually should come back, which will show we're reversing some of his aging. So the wow. things that you have have your doggie on are actually yeah. repairing the DNA, which is an anti-aging process. Remember, whether it's benign tumors like lipomas or cancer, all of these have a very similar genesis, and there's no need for us to suffer that, whether it's you're a human or an animal. The problem is the conventional system doesn't have any financial incentive to actually fix the problem. I am primarily in the healthcare realm to fix problems, not to play with them or profit from them. Now, we do want people to support us by purchasing nutraceuticals from us exclusively because they don't realize if they go elsewhere, they're going to get harmed or just buy a pig and a poke. They're going to get something that has a label on it, but it doesn't do anything. These things actually work, don't they?
1: Yes, Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I can see it. And uh, we've just started to add the... Uh, uh, I have also been given her the uh, NutraSilver. Spray right. that a couple times in her food. And also, uh, we're going to start her up on some cardiovascular. Uh, Very like good.
2: Now, my wife surprised three. me today. She always surprises me. She basically gave a code for veterans. And it's called Veteran if you do the coupon code. And you'll get the 7% off today and tomorrow, right through to Monday. If you're a veteran, a wife of a veteran, daughter, or son of a veteran, or you're the veteran themselves, the fact is we want to appreciate our veterans and say, look, if you've got PTSD, you want our Calm Mind and Brain Mag. You want Brain Power and our Cognition Plus and Synaptin to restore your brain and protect it from post-traumatic seizures or peripheral injuries to your nerves. You want to use things like Ultrasamon B one and, B1 and vein away, and things to stop the damage by remyelinating like NeuroGen. We have literally a protocol for virtually anything. And they're non-toxic, they're safe, and they can be verifiable with advanced testing. I can send test kits or tell you what labs to do and... Even to the conventional tests that your own doctor or specialist can do, I can tell you 70% of the time what tests they should do, which most of the time they're lazy and don't. And they're in their own hospitals, their own radiology clinics or laboratories, and they're just lazy or they're not aware. They're, they just don't know both these things, which I find yeah. disturbing. And the thing is, people don't realize I'm a medical legal expert in every specialty. Okay, certified by a BIMI. So I get medical legal cases. And believe me, as my buddies that I used to take care of in the tank division at Fort Carson, <laughs> You don't drive your tank with your butt hanging out the window, but a lot of health providers, a lot of hospital systems, a lot of drug companies drive the tank of their healthcare system with their butt hanging out the window. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it, and so we'll we're gonna, we'll go ahead and then get her back to the vet, and you know, because they we they did we did have her tested, and the,
2: the well, system. you know, the next step, by the way, is whether it's your doctor or your veterinarian. Get their contact information, their phone number, and their email, and get their permission for me to contact them. They won't contact me a lot of time unless they are really listen to the show and so on, they realize that I'm real. Uh, but get their their contact. Say, do you want to know how to give these things to your pets that have got are going cancer therapy or have benign lipomas like this doggy or other problems? And I can provide nutraceutical solutions to serious pathogens that are in them that are not toxic. A lot of the pharmaceutical drugs that they're giving to veterinarians to your animals are neurotoxic, genotoxic, you're cancer-inducing, or wipe out your bone marrow and make you bleed out. And it's just the same as big pharma for medical. A lot of the veterinary med drugs are actually dangerous, and there's no need for it because we have natural and nutraceutical alternatives that are medical grade that will actually work on both animals and humans, whether it's your budgie birds or it's your doggy or a kitty cat,
1: right? Yeah, that's, that's the only way they're going to learn is to see it for themselves, you know. Right, and, and for them. me to
2: talk to them and teach them, I'm a teacher. So yeah, I appreciate you calling in, Jim. Thank you for calling in. We want to have more callers because I provide a level of care that is, uh, unparalleled. And I'm both medical, surgical, and other alternative information. I can tell you whether or not appropriate care is or not. Free. You just email me and I'll give you an answer back. If you purchase one product, I'll give you a call back in a time window. And if you want to consult, it's inexpensive. And I can send test kits to you. I can send to our quantum test centers. I can tell you what your local doctor should be doing, whether it's here, Europe, or elsewhere. And you'd be surprised how the things that their own doctors are just sloppy, lazy, or just aren't aware of. They're available in their own town, city, or specialists in other groups like neuroscientists, radiologists, geneticists, etc. Most doctors don't have cross-training to understand even what other doctors in their uh, not in their area of specialty can do to try to help them solve a case. And that includes veterinarians, by the way. So thank you, Jim. Now, we're going to get on to our show talking with uh, Gary Richard Arnold. Now, Gary is usually on this third hour on Fridays, and it's a good time to close things off. Gary is probably, I would consider, the number one host, co-host I have on my show right now in terms of knowing the deep state and how it's messing up the world. Uh, he's been in the political realm himself for a long time. He's got a lot of dirt. <laughs> I would say, let's put it this way. Uh, you're the geopolitical trash man. You pick up all the trash. You've got it cataloged over four decades, not just in America, but the whole world complex, like Italy and the United Nations and the resilient cities and all the globalist creating. And you've got lists of the connections between the cronies. I mean, I asked you for meals today, Gary, and uh, you snowed me. I mean, I'm looking, I'm thinking, whoa, Gary, you, you don't mess around, do you? You sent a ton of papers here. Well, and. Uh, uh, I'd like you to start off from the top, all the different things you want to talk about today, because we have the Asia tour with uh, Donald Trump. Uh, we have the trade imbalances with a trillion dollars a year from just three countries, China, South Korea, and Japan. We have the craziness going on in Saudi Arabia, where Saudi Arabia and Yemen are calling back their citizens because they're actually planning some kind of war. Uh, we have the tax guys trying to hit the upper middle class. And we're not talking really upper. We're talking about making a hundred, couple hundred thousand a year, and these people don't have tons of money. Uh, I can tell you, uh, if you hit the the upper middle class, and many of them are Trump supporters. They're not going to swallow this very nicely. So, you know, the tax bill as they have it right now, both the House bill and the Senate bill, is not too good. We come back. We're going to hear from Gary Tom. back and uh, Harley, uh, Harley is gone but he mentioned some of the things I am going to connect with what you're going to say uh, Gary uh, we have some of the articles I'm going to post them up here Governor Brown strengthens California's climate ties with Europe last and denialists uh, this article of course was just uh, put out uh, uh, two days ago on the 8th of November and it talks about Belgium, Brussels and the first remarks before the Baden-Württemberg State Parliament and nearby uh, three uh, nearby Three hours of wide-ranging debate and dialogue with members of the European Parliament in Brussels, Belgium Governor Edmund D. Brown, Jr., told for, uh, forged uh, closed ties with European leaders committed to climate action and blasted the denialists to continue to reject the scientific consensus on global warming. We're talking about Governor Jerry Brown here uh, in California. And he says, in this quote, We have to wake up, wake up, Europe. Wake up America, wake up the whole world to realize we have a common destiny and we are all human beings on this one planet, said Governor Jerry Brown. In his address to the state uh, parliament in Baden-Wittenberg, co-founder of the Under Two Coalition, in quotes, this is a daunting, but it's also an opportunity to pull people together. Why does Jerry Brown think he knows more about environmentalism than people like me that have been a charter member of Greenpeace 45 years ago and people who understand astrophysics and astrobiology? Why do these morons that lie about the causes of climate change, including the modern ice age and the pollution of the upper benthic layer of the oceans, why do they think that their thesis of cutting carbon credits and their idea of taxes to create a world uh, peace force that controls the planet why do they think their thesis is rational, decent, and even reasonable? Uh, let's go on and explain what do you think is going on here uh, with Jerry Brown and these people. There's are some viral maniacs, they call it.
3: Right. Well, their, their lie about the climate change is the same as the Marxist lie that they're uh, <laughs> the people talking against power. They know it's a lie. This is the, uh, the tool that they've crafted since, uh, what was it, 1992 at the Rio de Janeiro uh, a meeting. And, uh, it was there that they picked up from the, uh, it was a report from Iron Mountain to use, you know, weather and, and uh, things like that to unite the people. That's exactly what they've done, despite, uh, you know, the evidence being the contrary. As, as you and I, as older people know, back in the 70s, that we were told, you know, the planet was freezing <laughs> in the front page of all the magazines. Right. But they, they, they chose to take this particular move, and they're lockstep in it. That's why they don't open it up for Debate because debate is is a losing uh, proposition for them. So what they're doing is they're giving the children, and of course the foundations again. Um, you know, if you want a, a foundation check, you show up at these uh, various meetings that are that are held by uh, the people from the Sierra Club or uh, other organizations that again that are all foundation run.
2: Right, and, and that's actually the, where they should be taking the money, not the people that make. A few hundred thousand a year. Basically, if they get taxed heavily, they'll either withdraw their businesses or go under, and they may not have the money to stay in these high-priced homes, say along the beltway around Atlanta. What I see happening is a little bit of craziness in terms of their attitude toward uh, withdrawing the state, you know, high state state tax uh, deductions versus federal, and the idea of the mortgage tax deduction and even the tax deduction for adoption. There's some very crazy things in this so-called tax bill, both the House and Senate bill. And one of the things I'm very concerned about is the cost of the environmental maniacs. Like here living in California, the cost of gasoline and the cost of electricity, they have four tiers here. Our, our, what, do you know, what do you think our, our electrical bill was? And we basically run our business from our home, and we just ship here. So we don't have any production facilities or whatever. But our, tax, our electrical bill just last month, and we had to or a few days it got hot enough, we had to turn on our air conditioner for a few hours, was $1,600. That's not rational. Uh, it's not well, rational it's to have not to, not and it's four tiers, and, and, and if you get a
3: higher, if you have a higher, absolutely use, nothing to do with it. This is right. a, uh, a tube uh, bleeding you just like they tried to. Uh,
2: right, and by, by the way, they have, the penalties. have by penalties. By bleeding them, they get healthy. Right, we're in what's called a fourth tier, which means because we have our home here in outside of Vista, California, outside of the city in the rural area, because we have just a shipping spot, we have all our supplies right here, so we ship directly from Vista. Uh... That, just with our computers, and a few hours a day, some days it's hot enough, usually not. Like today, it's just our air circulator. Uh, the cost of electricity here is insane. And when you hit the fourth tier, they're going to really hit you with a big penalty. How dare you use this much electricity? So we're switching our lights to LED, but you have to put in stetsorizers so you don't get electro pollution in your walls. That's a little stesserizer plug-ins. Uh, otherwise, you're going to get polluted. But the fact is that uh, this is a very totalitarian state. I call it commune And again, they want to make the entire country like that, and that's why we see the Democrats and the runner Republicans are basically globalists. They want open borders, they want to flush in lots of citizens that don't have any business being here, they don't care if there's another 100 to 200 million in the next decade come to America and destroy the culture, or literally bankrupt it. They could care less. In fact, they want America in a constant state of expanding bankruptcy, don't they?
3: actually they like the the Mexico setup where you've got a an elite that's uh protected behind behind gates uh that the that people have no chance for you know, advancement and they you know they meekly you know bow and and thank them for whatever he, uh, dime they get like when Rockefeller used to give out dimes when he went down the street uh to these poor children but the, actually it was the progressives and the antitrust people at the turn of the 19th century that, that really, uh, called some, some, uh, called the problem. Um, unfortunately, they were sold by the same people who set up socialism, which concentrates power in which, you know, the, the very rich can easily, uh, take over a town, a city, or a country, as, uh, Rothschilds have shown. They, you know, they don't, who who's in power, but if, it, if it's concentrated power, that's to their benefit. And plus, they're they're sapping the energy of people. Of many people are, are well intentioned and good hearted. You look at Ida Tarbell that wrote against uh, the Rockefellers, and uh, you know devastating. But,
1: yeah, they, they don't
2: they don't want it. America. The things that America has are what China wants, and all these other countries. Isn't our big, big manufacturing? They can amplify anything. It's our innovation. It's the ability of the upper middle class to have enough dispensable wealth to actually start new businesses and new ideas and expand and grow them before big corporations take it over and amplify them. Now, just giving, and I saw the, the, the tax markup, 50% of the benefit goes to the mega trillionaires, not the upper middle class well wealth, relatively wealthy, wealthy enough to have a half-million-dollar-plus home. No, no, no. It's going to the mega trillionaires. And, in fact, toward the end of this 10-year period, they're talking about 80% of that money, that the money that's being set up in the markup, Will go to the mega businesses, not to the upper middle class, which are the ones that create small business and create new ideas and create new uh, corporations that are going to expand from being small, you know, mom and pop to an expanded business or a new whole new technology. This is a problem; it literally stifles the... We just pay their taxes and
3: then give their charities. Let's end these foundations and let's see, you know, exactly they really, you know,
2: what the real intentions are. Exactly. For example, we have uh, George Soros. He has a foundation in America. We've got foundations like. Uh, this is Muslim that was the guy that they did the coup last uh, 2016 uh, in Turkey he has more private schools than anybody else pretty well in the world banks etc these foundations are wrecking our political system wrecking our geopolitical system wrecking our educational system and they're siphoning off billions and trillions of dollars of money and a lot of the uh, influence now people like Facebook and Twitter is through these foundations and Bill Gates for example Crazy, isn't it? 929. And welcome back. Uh, Gary, we have lots of material to cover. You have something about the CIA and Obama. I want you to open that up, that can of worms. Yes, some other articles here we can probably post over as well, uh, which I think I'll put up in the news section over at ClayAndIron.com, and post hyperlinks back to the uh, news stories for today's show. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, this is some uh, new stuff that I found, and if you got any researchers out there, they, they can probably assemble this. When I get some time, I'll. Oh, <laughs> go, 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 go ahead. This, yeah. this, this good raw, you know, stuff in the nuggets here. You uh, know. Let's
2: get to it. Yeah.
3: Okay. We've got uh, Obama's mother, you know, first working uh for the American Embassy, and that was before she worked for the uh you know, the Ford Foundation and the East West uh program later in Hawaii. Uh when she was in Indonesia, uh she was uh her family uh was friends with uh outfit whose uh uh head was uh, Philip C. Jessup, Jr. Now, Philip Jessup was instrumental. He was the head of the Institute of Pacific Relations. The Institute of Pacific Relations uh, was responsible for turning uh, China over to the communists. It was funded by the Rockefellers. I'll just name a few of the people. Uh, it said 50% of the financial support came from the Rockefeller, Carnegie, and Carnegie Endowment. The major institutional contributors aside from Rockefeller included, you know, City National Bank, uh, General Electric, Bankers Trust, Bank of America, uh, Rockefeller Brothers Fund, J.P. Morgan, uh, Pan American Airlines, Bank of America, Firestone Rubber Company. uh, Yeah, so in other words, uh,
2: big money and big, big, big British, big money, big intelligence. In other words, Obama's money was a spook is what you're saying.
3: Yeah, they're the ones that, that, that yeah. uh, communist China and, uh, all the organizations from Amerasia, which, you know, was, uh, uh, communist and the U.S. Senate and McCarthy and everybody went after them, the American Friends for the Chinese People, China Today, the Russian American Institute, Committee for a Democratic Far Eastern Policy, of which Reagan was a member of, by the way. Right,
2: so these are all globalist organizations using communism, uh, Various forms of Islam, whatever. It doesn't matter what particular geopolitical or religious tools they use. They use a tool chest of geopolitical control of the world. Right.
3: And the, the Senate called it, uh, this particular group, uh, the Institute of Pacific Relations, as an instrument of uh, communist globalist uh, propaganda. And uh, the head of it was Philip C. Jessup, of course, from Yale. Um, he was... Uh,
2: Skull and Bonesman then, Right.
3: Uh, no, it wasn't Skull and Bones. He was a protégé of Dean Atchinson. Uh, well, and
2: Atchison- once there another alternative uh, Masonic group that they belonged to, because all these high-level people belonged to one or another Masonic group that's ultimately tied back to the the Druidic Council of Thirteen. You're familiar with that, right?
3: Right. Now, Dean Atchison's son, David Atchinson, became a member of Skull and Bones. Jessup was also a close friend of Alger Hiss. And when Whitaker Chambers exposed Alger Hiss in Time magazine, uh, Jessup got Henry Luce, who's skull and bones, to fire Chambers. Um, later, uh, Philip Jessup was appointed, nominated to be a judge on the International Court of Justice. So you're, you're looking at where that's coming from. And, of course, climate change would be uh, certainly a topic of that. They're kind of pushing that series later Eisenhower appointed, to, uh, appointed him as a roaming ambassador. Thirty-seven U.S. senators opposed it. But, of course, anybody that doesn't know about Eisenhower should read The Politician by Robert Welch. Now, his son, uh, it turns out, everybody's been talking about Ickley and Agenda 21 and all of this type of stuff. I'm reading right from the Ickley paper. Uh, this says uh, ICLEI, uh Local Governments for Sustainability. Uh, log in, the head of it is Jed Brugman. Jed Brugman served ICLE's board of directors for 25 years. It says uh, uh, Brugman founded the International Council for uh, Local Environmental Initiatives, that's ICLE, and was a secretary general from 1990
2: to 2000. Now, ICLE is going give the initials, what does it mean? Because it's tied to the United Nations, it's also tied to what's called Resilient Cities. Which is really scary stuff when you actually get into the meat and potatoes of how it's controlling our counties across the country and how it's controlling the world, and they even tied the United Nations' control of underground water resources, all the aquifers, all the mineral resources under the planet, including under the continents and under the oceans. This is pretty scary stuff, isn't it?
3: Exactly. Now it says, this is Ickley, he conceived and founded the worldwide Local Agenda 21 initiative, which since... High profile, has 178 countries, and in 1992 engaged more than 10,000 communities. And get this, 1991, Buckman and Philip Jessup also founded the Ickley Cities for Climate Protection, which has since involved more than 800 cities and towns in more than 50 countries. This is uh, Jessup, uh, you know, Philip Jessup's son,
2: and... Uh, yeah, you, you've got a, a kind of genealogy of all these people that are related. I mean, when I looked at your list here, you know, I said, man, you did your work. work. If you look at the Jesse family tree, because I'm going to put this, I think I'm going to take it, all these emails and weld it together into one giant article, because when you see yeah, all the connections all laid out, it's God, like...
1: It
2: yeah, and Yeah, you have to understand, That's these people... Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
3: And you find that he's involved. I've got two items here, you know, I'm, I just wasn't ready today. Uh, right. Under... Coming from ICLEI, it says the city's climate protection campaign and the framing of local climate policy. So what they did was they made the template, and it says it was made by Secretary General of ICLEI and Philip Jessup, the director of urban CO2 reduction. There's another one, Urban Reactions to Global Warming Issue, uh, right. by Philip Jessup. Um, this guy is there. He's also the head of the largest Indonesian uh, metals uh, foundry there um, he was the one that was able to go in and extract uh, minerals for the international community and being on the world court he finds the ways for these multinationals to go in and you know uh, uh, give them enough world money from the world bank our taxpayers uh, to put those countries into hawk and what they do, what they put up for uh, uh, collateral. predator collateral is they put up their minerals and then well,
2: these guys this go ha- in
3: and run the
2: operation. This happens in Africa, and it's also violated environmental and other law. This has happened, by the way, people should know this. They use torsion field satellite imaging to, and to, and to use the gravitonic imaging that goes through lead, etc., to look even up to a half a mile or more into the ground to see all the mineral resources. And North Korea is loaded to the gunnels with lithium and many other trace elements that are really rare for high technology. People don't know that, do they? They don't know Afghanistan, the other nation, with a ton of lithium, which we use for lithium batteries and all kinds of technology. And very unusual minerals, for example, in Yugoslavia, it's one of the last nations over a decade ago that actually collapsed to the world. Uh, United Nations plan to literally deed over all the underground mineral resources, all the aquifers and under every continent on Earth, to the United Nations, they basically say, "quote They own it all or control it all." That's how crazy this is.
3: Philip Jessup's wife was Genevieve Cook. Genevieve Cook's uh, was uh, daughter dated Obama when he was in the in the in the uh, Indonesia. Wow! So Obama was dating the the uh, daughter of Philip Jessup. And uh, also, uh, in his uh, biography, he refers to uh, some 14 acres where they partied and did some other stuff, which was uh, owned by Philip C. Jessup. So this guy, uh, from very, very early on, with his mother with Ford the American embassies, and Obama's uh, love affair uh, with this girl um, in uh, Indonesia, is directly connected to the highest con- communist and world government. I mean, the guy's appointed to be a, a world on, on the world court, and also he's tightly controlled with the communists. The Senate and the Congress and everybody else said it at the time, but what, everybody's been so brainwashed they don't know. And these people are into Agenda 21. These same communists and Brugman and all these people from Ickley, the highest finance people in the world, are the local communists building Soviets. In every town and village across the world.
1: Wow.
2: People don't get this. This is why the the takeover is a multi-layer takeover. That's why we keep America vulnerable. Economically, militarily, and to missile defense, etc. America is being kept that way, and the only one reversing it now is Trump and his team. Back in a moment with Gary Richard Arnold.
1: Oh, no.
2: Genealogies and so on, and put them together in one giant article uh, today, and make a hyperlink directly across to the news items at Deagle Network for today's show. Now, here's the pointed questions in this last ten minutes. Number one, how do you tie this and current events to past events with the Asia tour that Trump did, where he wants to get reciprocal trade with China, South Korea, and Japan, Vietnam. Number two, what what other events are going on right now in Saudi Arabia, where the new king is trying to? Arrest a number of corrupt people, including Talal, and uh, they now are recalling their citizens back after a missile attack, apparently near Riyadh. Uh, some people are saying this was just the Yemenis. The, it looks like the history, uh, and the and the uh, politicians are trying to spin it as an Iranian proxy attack by Yemen on Saudi Arabia. So this is kind of heating up the danger of quote a. Uh, a saudi iranian which will basically pull us all into a big thermonuclear war with russia um we have two things going on we have the trade deals with asia which means we're going to have china's going to have to stop you know cyber hacking to get into our patents and so on 300 billion dollars worth equivalent every year and uh the trade manipulations and currency manipulations in the past And we have the opportunity for a collaborative trade with China and these Asian countries. On the other hand, we have the situation in the Middle East where basically it's a post-OPEC era. Uh, Saudi Arabia is a post-OPEC country that has to modernize because we're going to be probably by 2018 the number one oil and gas and coal producer on the planet. We have the highest quality coal. The one reserve coal seam in Wyoming is enough to supply the planet with power for somewhere around a quarter million years. That's how much power is just in that one seam. It's the highest quality enter low uh, sulfur coil on the planet. We have enough oil in the Anwar area and in Prudhoe Bay, etc., and in areas that are recharging across America, not only in the oil shale, but other areas where we do not need oil from anybody else, anywhere else, except America. We also have strategic minerals, not just here, but in Canada. Uh, basically, America is pretty damned independent, and if we actually you know, proper protections for the environment in the Anwar area, which is the upper little slice right on the Alaskan Ocean, there, the, the, uh, right up in north of Alaska. Uh, so basically, Saudi Arabia is scrambling to maintain some kind of power. They're basically like a mafia group, and they're, it's almost like they're trying to work with the British and the United Nations and so on to pretend that there's a danger of a, a compending war, which is why they're recalling their citizens. What's really going on here? And one of the parties involved, at the same time, I didn't see anything concrete come out of the meetings, although there's going to be a big OPEC meeting where, you know, where Trump is going to be involved. And overtly, he didn't have any, you know, overt meetings with Putin. They said the optics were bad, but to be honest with you, I think that's kind of lame. I think having a meeting where two mafia dons, America's mafia don, Trump, versus the Russian mafia don, Putin, meet and work things out so we don't go to war, and we start we're doing trade, so we decide... We're making each other richer and developing industry so people can have a job in America and a job in Russia. It's that simple, isn't it? So, what's going on, and what are the opportunities and dangers?
3: Well, I think I think um, a lot of the diplomacy that's going on might be part of the you know, the bouncing ball that we're we're supposed to follow, and you know, there is meat to that. It, it doesn't mean what they're they're doing is not significant. But what else is going on is where we saw. The meetings at The Hague and the German Marshall Fund and Kissinger and Governor Brown and all these people.
2: That's happening right now. We have that article up here. So what the heck is going on? Are they trying to create a new world order just around the environmental catastrophes? Because America was hit with Puerto Rico, uh, Louisiana, Texas, and Florida. This is all by plan because I know as a doctor for missile defense and U.S. Space Command, there's no reason why those systems should have hit the United States,
1: period
3: from page uh, 113 from Agenda 21. Agenda 21 will begin to influence decision-making at every level of society. A far-reaching program to be successful. Uh, We must begin to integrate every human action, every personal decision, what we manufacture, what we buy, what we wear, how we travel, what we eat, who we choose as leaders, and a myriad of other daily questions. Recognition of every single action has an impact both on the environment and on other people. This is what they've been selling, and this is what they're trying to busy collecting in Europe in order to freeze out any more of this nationalism that, that's breaking loose in Europe and expressed in Britain and by the election of Trump. I mean, Trump navigated, uh, boy, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. going
2: through so, the yeah, South. Trump didn't you know, cause it. Or both, you know, he's you know, he yeah, so- true. Yeah, Trump didn't cause this. It was basically a phenomenon that's literally expressing itself in countries around the world. Please continue. So, what do you make of what's going on in Saudi Arabia? What do you make of what's going on in Asia? Are they going to work out a deal that neutralizes North Korea? North Korea can strike us with nukes, but also they're going to become the Walmart for nukes and other material. They have Iranian scientists on the ground in west eastern Iran, eastern North Korea, actually testing these missile sites, and they're learning from it. And if they start to try to to weaponize within 10 years or less, most of the countries in the Middle East will have missile delivery systems for nuclear, chemical, biological warfare. This is very, very scary. This is like moments before Armageddon, isn't it?
3: Well, I I think we're going to have to pull out, you know, the the secret rays and all that other type of stuff that's probably in there. I don't think the U.S. particularly wants to, to show that stuff to, to China or, or even to Russia for that. Well, let,
2: let, me, let me give you an advanced uh, warning. Firstly, the burning pebbles was thought up at the time, me you over know, 30 years ago to Ronald Reagan. My system is called Laser Net Interfer- Interferometry System, where you send up these uh, Gerald Bull uh, super cannon plasma rocket, micro rockets, that then will follow a laser up to the target and blows these nets or ballistic nets that will grab the missile or the bomblets and blow them to bits. That will be the fourth layer. They need to build layer one, two, and three complete. Layer one, missile hit a missile, is not complete enough, and they need to deploy it in Japan, which they only have the Patriot system, which is freaking useless. We need to have the plasma interpromptu system fully operational over all our allies. We need to make sure that the land-based plasma system to hit a missile with a plasma beam from the ground is deployed here in all our allies, including Israel. <clears throat> we need to make the notice to all these countries, even if you're proliferating, you can't hit us anymore. It's almost like being a martial artist where you go into a battle and you tell in advance the other side, I don't care how advanced you are as a martial artist, you cannot touch me. Now, can you imagine how frustrating it will be if you're a martial artist and you walk in and you tell the other side, and the other side gets real arrogant, yeah, I can touch you, I can hit you with my you know, black belt, punch, and I can break your ribs or take your heart out of your chest. And they realize after about 10 minutes of huffing and puffing, they haven't touched the other side, that's us. And that will be very frustrating for Russia and China if they find that we put a, they shoot a missile up and we destroy it, or we neutralize it, or we hit them with space-based weapon systems, which are a heck of a lot more immediate and a lot more dangerous with no advanced warning to hit their cities and their and their, their underground silos. So people don't understand that we could deploy systems that will neutralize the idea of war. Uh, we aren't, and we haven't, and hopefully Trump will get it to realize we not only have missile problems that we had it in. In Cuba, which we talked about this week, but we also had missiles in Nicaragua, and now the biggest threat of all isn't North Korea, it isn't Iran, it's Venezuela. There's a ton of missiles down there, the Russian-based missiles and the Chinese operations as well in Venezuela, and the Russians basically are playing a really tough game, aren't they? They put all their missile systems in Kaliningrad I and mean. made this very aware that their new Sarmat missile system that they literally launched last week. Can completely evade our missile defense systems, haven't they?
1: Yeah. Well, that's, that's uh, what Trump or somebody brought
3: up after the Trump meetings in Asia that we spent three and a half trillion dollars, you know, in the Middle East wars recently, whereas you know, Red China spent nothing. They're spending it all on development of weapons. Whereas we, you know, we lose uh, <laughs> our blood, we lose
2: our money, we lose. Uh, yeah, but then we don't even need. As Trump says, we don't even get the oil. I mean, it's stupid, and we also let, we withdraw and then let the land be re- retaken by al-Qaeda and ISIS, which, by the way, we support. And now, of course, the word I hear is part of the reason why they did not want just the optics to meet with, uh, with uh, Putin and Trump. They, basically, Putin wants us to withdraw from Syria and Iraq so he can basically take over and have a giant military base there with early strike and easy strike against any other nation, including Sunni nations like Riyadh. Uh, not all the way from Iran, but from Syria, which is on their back doorstep. People don't realize Damascus, Syria, is ten miles from the Israeli border. Ten miles.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You, you go back to World War One and the Ottoman <laughs> Empire, and you know how they how the MI six broke it all up purposely to have you know have this become a you know.
2: Uh, yeah. So the, the chessboard of war, peace, and destruction is lining up. Uh, Here's my prediction. I think Trump will get some uh, extraction from China, but not enough because of other parties. I think that in 2018, Trump will have to use the wag the dog and do a decapitation of the uh, North Korean regime. He will become aware, as I've been trying to be a whistleblower, of the Venezuelan missile crisis, which is much worse than the Cuban Missile Crisis or Nicaragua. He'll be aware also of the trade deficits and the hacking into our businesses and so on. And if China and these Asian countries don't open their doors, they're going to get them slammed in their face about selling their products here, and it's going to hurt them bad. So the only thing
3: that the international community has uh, as a fifth column is their Agenda 21, their cause, their councils of government.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. I think they're going to fail at that too. Your brain chemistry, Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. 888- 212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com that's 888 or NutriMedical.com and listen to the NutriMedical report on the Genesis radio network with open lines every weekday NutriMedical.com bringing nutrition and medicine together